stuff. Emma is doing the driving. She's singing. Welcome to episode number 269 of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. I'm your host, Mike Mason. This is the show where we get to know the creators of certified and bona fide good stuff for kids and families. And on today's show, I bring you the extremely certified, the extremely bona fide, lots of other words to describe this incredible person. Lots and lots and lots. You know her. You love her. It is the incredible Emma Wiggle. And stay tuned till the very end of the show so you can hear the Wiggle song, Toot Toot, Chugga Chugga, Big Red Car, from their very latest album, Choo Choo Trains, Propeller Planes, and Toot Toot, Chugga Chugga, Big Red Car. You are really going to enjoy this conversation with Emma Wiggle. We talked about what it means to be a Wiggle, how how the, uh, the quarantining during the COVID-19 pandemic has affected the life of the Wiggles and how things are so different and how that maybe led to a few new songs. That's all I'm going to say. No more spoilers here. Enjoy my buddy, Emma Wiggle. This it's my pleasure and my honor to welcome my new friend, my new friend, Emma Wiggle, to the Good Stuff Kids podcast. Emma, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. So right off the bat, we got a couple things that people need to know about you. One, you are extremely patient because I was having some mega technical difficulties and you were very generous and kind with your time. Two... You are in the future, as I like to say, because here I am. I'll tell you. I'll set the scene. It's 3.15 in Houston, Texas, where I live right now. But it's not that time where you are. So where where are you and what's going on? We are in the future. We're tomorrow and we are 6.15 in the morning in Sydney, Australia. So we, I'm glad that you're referring to us as the future. That that makes us feel good. <laughs> <laughs> I think you are totally the future. Australia is the future. So first of all, 6.15 in the morning, you're a kind soul for waking up early to talk to me. Um, and I'm really thrilled to, to talk to you and hear, hear what you've been doing. So Emma, your last name is Wiggle, which is interesting that that's your last name because you are a part of like one of the the most world famous kids and family recording artists that have ever been around called the Wiggles. So I think before we get into to some of that stuff, just what's your background in terms of performing and in terms of music did you grow up musically inclined did you you know theater whatever it is i'd love to hear a little bit about it because i think that kids who might be listening can say like oh that's cool i was like that i did that that was like my thing so tell, tell us a little bit about you i grew up watching the wiggles as a child so the wiggles are turning 30 next year and i'm 30 and I remember watching them on TV or at a community hall. I went to see them at the shopping center and I was particularly enthralled by the Irish dancing on the show. And apparently I said to my mum at the age of four, I want to do that. I want that. Everything 
that Irish <laughs> dancing, amazing bouncing hair and beautiful costumes and sparkles and jumping around. And my mum tried to enrol me into Irish dancing, but the teacher at the time said that I was a little bit too young and she suggested that I start ballet instead. So I started dancing ballet at the age of four and then at the age of five I started Irish dancing and then since then I've tried every style of dance. So for me, music was really about dance and mm. I loved uh, learning how to use my body for expression and that has been with me ever since and I never really I mean I tried to play music I really did <laughs> I tried to learn uh, piano and violin and flute but I never really stuck to it because dance had become my entire life and I was so uh, ingrained in rehearsals and training and every weekend was a dance competition here, there, everywhere. And I just loved, loved, loved being a dancer. And so my journey into the Wiggles became um, straight from an audition for a ballet dancing fairy as part of the Dorothy the Dinosaur show. Obviously, and right? <laughs> Obviously. And I thought, that's me, a ballet dancing fairy. I love ballet and my hair is very fairy-esque, so I'm going to go with it. So I went to audition for the show, but it, was, it wasn't the Wiggle show, it was the Dorothy the Dinosaur show. And at that time, that show was totally separate and the shows would rotate on their tour. So when one show was on the east coast of Australia, the other show was on the west coast. So Wiggles and Dorothy would rotate. So when I got to the audition, I was so excited because it was all dancing, all ballet, and I truly had such a nice time. <laughs> you know, I've, I had been to many auditions after I left school for lots of different musicals and theatre shows and, oh, you name it. I think anybody that's been in the performing arts industry has always had to do about a hundred million auditions yeah. <laughs> for all different things in their lives. And this just happened to be one of the many that I had been doing at the time while studying film at university. So I was kind of juggling lots of things. And uh, at the end of the audition, they asked if anybody wanted to sing. And I thought to myself, absolutely no way. There is no way I'm going to sing in this audition. I was so nervous. It, it, it wasn't a natural thing for me to sing but four girls out of 50 decided to sing and I thought wow their game mm -hmm. and I realized that at that time any other audition that I was doing at the time it, we were almost encouraged to sing or encouraged to do tricks or something that would add to our audition but in this audition I just didn't feel comfortable singing I just thought that that would make my chances worse so I didn't but then after I got in, which I'd gotten in the following week and I was so excited, I'm like, right, I'm going to be a fairy. Pretty soon after that, uh, I was given a microphone by Anthony Wiggle and he made me narrate the Dorothy Ballet. And that was kind of my first uh, introduction to using a microphone, a headset microphone on the stage. And I was so nervous. <laughs> so this so was, this was like in a, in a live show setting. It's like, Here's the microphone. Yeah. You're the narrator today. Not not planned. Yep. Just happened. Not planned. Um, please narrate the Dorothy Ballet. And I ended up narrating uh, Dorothy on stage in the Wiggle Show as part of the Wiggle Show for about six months, okay. maybe eight months. And, uh, you know, it was every single day I could be narrating anything within that show. 
now I realize that Anthony was trying to get me comfortable with the microphone. <laughs> but at the time, I just thought he was uh, putting me on the spot and trying to uh, give me some more skills during that time. That's truly all I thought was that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, okay, so you're, you're narrating, obviously, you're dancing. When, when does it become, and I, again, like I'm, I'm pretty naive to how things work in showbiz, right? I just love talking to people and getting to know them. But what was the, like, did you, one day was there like a, Emma, would, would you be a real official? Like it was like that straightforward, like that's this, it. this is for, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. so cool. I, and you know what? And prior to that, because I had been auditioning for about three years solidly, everything I tried everything I had become so used to uh relaxing doing things that I loved and then being very stressed trying to do an audition I think the beauty about being part of the company the Wiggles at the time that the originals were deciding to retire I just happened to be already on the show and Anthony was watching myself and Lockie, who became the new Purple Wiggle, and Simon, who became the new Red Wiggle. And the three of us were already touring together. So it wasn't really an audition process in the sense that it was known to us. Yeah, it was. <laughs> um, and we didn't know that the originals were retiring either. Mm. So it was a real straight-up conversation. Anthony pulled me aside before a show in Sydney and said, look, I just really want to tell you that the originals are retiring at the end of the year. And I was devastated because I'd only really just joined. I think I'd be there about eight months. And I was like, oh. And he's like, are you all right? And I was like, oh, I just I just arrived. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I thought to myself, I found something that I really love, even though I didn't really think that I would ever do something in this realm. I, I truly thought that I would join a contemporary dance company in Europe and like never come back to Australia. I mm -hmm. never, I never dreamed of, uh, being in a show that was so well known and doing things in the show that weren't my forte, you know, speaking on a microphone was just the beginning of what was to sure, come. Sure, right. um, after he asked us, you know, panic kind of set in, because it wasn't like starting a group from scratch, even though it was. It, we were already stepping into the shoes and to the, into the roles of such a legendary music musical band that have such a breadth of knowledge and they already have such a high reputation. Like it wasn't, it wasn't like starting as a new group. It was people already had such a high expectation of what we needed to be. And for the first two years, that was so hard. And as soon as we we had decided to do some recording, we got into the recording studio, of which I'd never been in one before in my life. Oh, that's very intense. <laughs> and it was like, and he was like, so we're going to do some singing. And I was like, I've never sung on a microphone. <laughs> and so I broke down crying, tears. I was very worried um, because I, I I, wanted to be there. I wanted I wanted to do well and I wanted to, um, you know, I was so excited to have the role. But I was very anxious about singing, especially on a microphone. But Simon and Lockie have amazing experience and training in musical theatre and singing for an audience. And Simon was actually the Phantom of the Opera in Australia. So, you know, th the talent of yeah. these two boys is unbelievable. And mm -hmm. they actually helped me through. And 
essentially taught me to sing. (laughs) And so that first pretty um, rough, me trying to figure out where I fit. And also we were singing songs that were part of the Wiggles catalogue in boy keys. So for me, it was really hard to try and figure out if I was going to sing really low or really high. So for a long time, I thought, is it, is it because I can't sing? (laughs) But then as has gone on, you know, we've been Wiggles for eight years, we write songs in the keys that we need them to to sing in. So it's been amazing. And for me to have a chance to be able to do the Emma show, which is under the Wiggles umbrella, but uh, Emma, Emma's own TV series, a lot of the songs were changed into the key that I could sing. So um, it made sense and it was easier for me. And I found my voice in a sense. And since then, it's been great. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. I, I mean, so interesting um, to go from like having that. They, I mean, look, you know this. They obviously saw something in you. They obviously were like, "Hey, let's let's let her let's let this person go. She knows what she's doing, and if she doesn't know what she's doing, she has the ability to to learn how to do it and the desire to learn how to do it. So that's oh, it's so fascinating. I have so many like like wiggles touring related questions you know but i'll try to be like direct and and um and say which i'm not very good at sometimes but just so (laughs) before before quarantine started right like we should both say we're 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 in quarantine we're in the thick of it i am certainly in the thick of it in houston seems like you are hopefully doing a little bit better in 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 sydney where you are but before this right before quarantine started before COVID, what would your, so your winter, my summer, what would your winter have been like in terms of Wiggles performances and things like that? I tried to think about um, the other day what we would have been doing this time last year. And we actually spend this time traveling in Victoria, which is the south of Australia. And it's a very big arts culture down in that state so it's a beautiful state to tour because everybody there loves theater so it's at one of our biggest times of the year for touring but we're doing four shows a day six days a week what right now yeah no a a year ago a year ago okay i was gonna say well you guys are busy i mean i'm sure you're still busy so (laughs) so say that again four shows a day yep six days a week Oh my gosh. Wow. And as soon as we finished that tour, we would come over to North America and tour for a period of six weeks. And it would be, yeah, two shows a day, two, three shows a day. And we were so used to doing that. We, the Wiggles, have have been touring like that for 28 years. And we spend eight to nine months of the year touring. So for us, touring is a huge part of our uh, ethos and our business. You know, mm-hmm. that's we we love being able to be on the road and live shows is really where the heart of the Wiggles is at because Anthony, who's been there for 30 years, has loved the spontaneity of live shows and I'm, I truly think that's the reason why he has had such longevity in the band because he loves that aspect of the live show being different every single day, yeah. um, even between shows on the same day. <laughs> yeah, between so, show one and show three or something. That's a, that's, that's a pretty cool thing. That's a great thing. Keeps it totally fresh, right? So, yeah, um, it's not like performing a musical where you're a character 
as well performing on a script. There's no script. We have a set list, but I like to call it a wish list. So <laughs> it's just it just seems to be what might happen. But in children's entertainment, we have children that come right up to the front of the stage and they yell different song requests. So we have to stop the show and do whatever song that they have requested. And that's very important. Otherwise, yeah. you won't be able to continue on because they will make sure that you have sung that song. <laughs> and that's the beauty of the show. Yeah. So uh, that brings a, that brings something inter- else up that I find interesting. I don't know. You're going to be like, yeah, that's just who I am and what I do. But you are the, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but the only female Wiggle, right? So... Yeah. Right. So we have had some honorary female wiggles. Got it. Got it. And our honorary pink wiggle is Kylie Minogue. Oh, so I should shout mention out her. To, shout out to Kylie. Shout out to Kylie Minogue, who yeah. is uh, an amazing performer. Yeah. So we also and and way 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 back. Um, the Wiggles were were um, different Wiggles. They were different language Wiggles. So they had the Taiwanese Wiggles and the Spanish Wiggles, and both of those sets of Wiggles had females. So I can't um, I can't discredit their uh, a contribution sure. to the Wiggly sure. world. Um, but yes, I am the first female Wiggle in the original group. In the, the original Wiggles. group, the Wiggles. So. What, I guess what I am so it's a two part question. One sort of you know when there's kids screaming at you like what what song like sing it do this one blah, 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 blah. like what is the song <laughs> that is the most requested right by kids who are in the front row just trying to get your attention and two totally unrelated question but what has it been like for you as the the female performer. Do you find that like little girls are coming up to you and being like, you're my hero or I want to be just like you. I want to sing like you. I want to dance like you. And and that that I mean, that's more of like a yes or no, because I don't you know, I don't need to. I have two little girls at home and to have a role model like you to look up to. It's just such a nice thing. Right. And it makes me a little emotional when there's like good, talented, strong, positive people, women doing big things. So I just. Maybe that's more of like a right on. I don't know if that's even a question, but I would love to hear hear a little bit about what that's been like for you. Oh, that's there's so many things, you know, um, for the song requests, usually for parents, it's fruit salad because they might have grown up with the wiggles. So they're like fruit salad, fruit salad, hot potato, hot potato. But with children, if they've been watching us on TV and they've been watching new wiggles content, uh, they'll generally request something that we might not have played live. <laughs> and that's always scary because then we have to look around at each other and go, does anybody remember the chords for that song? <laughs> what key is that song in? And so, you know, we, but we'll always try and make it work. Or they might request a, a song from the original Wiggles that, you know, Anthony hasn't performed for 20 years. And he's like, how, I've got nobody here that's going to remember that song. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, it just depends on what video that they're watching. So it, it depends, uh, you know, yeah, fruit salad, uh, hot potato, toot toot chugga chugga big red car, do the propellers, really popular, say the dance, the glasses song. They're probably the top uh, song requests that we get from parents and children alike. Um, but in terms of, you know, audience a reaction, particularly as a female, like I was saying before, the first two years were very stressful because we had a lot of 
parents and older teenagers basically saying that I should not be a wiggle because I am a female and that wiggles can only be male. And so that brought up a whole different uh, challenge, a whole different concept because I didn't realize how protective people were of their original wiggles group. And it was, it was only until I could say, you know, I totally know what you mean because I grew up with them too. <laughs> like I'm actually not trying to take over. Uh, but it was definitely, you know, when you could understand that children watching us currently, uh, we were the only wiggles that they knew. They didn't actually know the originals. That's when things started to change. And uh, look, you're right. Lots and lots and lots of little girls come to the shows dressed in yellow and black and I wear this big yellow bow in my hair and they come with ginormous bows bigger than their heads. Um, dad's wearing a bow, mum's wearing a bow, everyone's wearing a bow. They've brought a bow that they've made, like a craft bow. Sorry, that's my dog. No, I will have great. to this, Again, this is, hold real, this is real life. <laughs> <laughs> my dog is just very excited to be um, at my parents' house and obviously on this uh, interview. <laughs> obviously. Um, but actually, we've noticed, uh, you know, because our show is focused on such a preschool age, and prior to that, it's very pre-literal. So they not they 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 can't read. They might not be able to to talk. Um, they're using a limited amount of vocabulary. Lots of boys love Emma too, and lots of boys come to the show with a bow in their hair because they're so excited about dressing up. And so the Wiggles have always tried to encourage dress-ups as a part of the show. And so we have lots of children and parents come to the show in different Wiggle outfits. I have to let my dog out. <laughs> <laughs> out you go. I'm so sorry. No, this is um, good. You know, Look, that's so th there's, I just want to, I just, I have to point out a couple things to people who are listening. One, Emma Wiggle is a very good dog parent. And number two... <laughs> Sometimes even Emma Wiggle needs to go back to mom and dad's house to hang out. It's the facts. I just did it with my parents. Emma Wiggle does it. Everyone, go visit your parents as soon as possible. It's a very good thing. Um, so you know, isolation has has made us be. You know, we're, we haven't been allowed to visit our family mm -hmm. uh, because you know, uh, people of the older generation are very susceptible to this virus. And uh, now that we haven't been able to tour, I've had a chance to come and visit them. So, yes, um, go and visit your parents if you can. <laughs> <laughs> um, awesome. So there, the, the, I don't even – there's been 55 Wiggles records, right? That's a lot of records filled with a lot of songs. Do you – and I, this is definitely like a sort of put you on the spot kind of question, but hopefully not in like a – way that makes you squirm but do you remember of those 55 how many you've been on oh um i feel like we have done 13 albums okay that's good we'll go with the, we'll go with the feeling feelings are feelings are essentially <laughs> fact in my life so it's all good um, um but there's a songs you know sometimes if a song comes up as a request or anthony's like oh we should do this song we did it 20 years ago out of myself and and Lockie and simon i'm generally the person to remember it because i would have heard it when i was a kid uh, so that's how i remember or i, I i'm like oh yeah i know that song mm -hmm. and Lockie turns to me he's like how do you know that song i'm like i must have 
I think I heard it at preschool. That's so cool. <laughs> That's the only reason why I would remember any songs. Yeah, yeah it's a, it, life takes interesting turns, you know? It takes interesting turns. Um, so, so let's talk about this, this latest record, which is number 55, and it's called Choo Choo Trains, Propeller Planes, Toot Toot, Chugga Chugga, Big Red Car. Nailed it? I think so. Um, but <laughs> thematically, this is all about transportation in some ways right there's there's a couple different themes but transportation which i'm sure as a wiggle you see little kids go bananas for cars and trucks and airplanes and things but what i need to know about in terms of this transportation record is please tell me about the big red car oh i love the big red car and i feel particularly uh, related to the big red car because I get to drive it. And you're the driver. It's uh, awesome. I'm the driver of the big red car. And, you know, one thing that lots of people don't know about me is that I used to rally cars um, before I joined the Wiggles. Huh. <laughs> and so uh, my dad and I would go, uh, you know, out to the country here in Australia and, and I was – I used to compete in precision driving, so around certain flags for time yeah. trials, and um, my dad was a rally driver. So, look, we we love cars. So, for me to be able to drive the big red car is a huge honor, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I can I can very much do a, a three-point turn in the big red car. It just takes a long time because it's uh, <laughs> turning circle isn't amazing, but <laughs> look – it's a thrill to drive the big red car. It's very quiet. It's an electric car. Mm. Um, I guess I hope that all cars will be like the big red car soon. Um, but we just fit in the big red car. You know, Simon, who plays the Red Wiggle, he's so tall. Um, his legs are right up are right up the back of, of <laughs> us in the front seat because he's just so tall. Mm -hmm. um, but, it, look, it's, a, it's an amazing car, and I think it's been nice for us as the new generation new generation of wiggles to bring uh the song toot toot chugga chugga big red car um in a whole new meaning in this record it's very relaxed and it's um it has a slight folk vibe mm. to this uh album and um particularly on that track toot toot chugga chugga it we have some amazing friends who played with us uh the east pointers who are a canadian band and they're from prince edward island and they joined us to play on that on that track wow. and it's so beautiful fiddle banjo piano beautiful acoustic guitar we had another friend of ours um gary daly who played accordion and mark harris who played uh double bass so yeah look there are sounds on this album that uh, are particularly new for us but also hark back to a very classical period of the wiggles where when a lot of the wiggles music was based on accordion because I had Irish dances, and that's how I started. So I feel like it's a circle. It's a circle. This totally, album. Totally a circle. Um, so in addition to, uh, to, to that song, what's an example of, like, a newer song, right? Not the – I mean, I'm, I'm going to put – like, everyone just stop listening for a second. Not the social distancing one or the hand-washing song, but one of the – like, another new song. What's it like to – to to write a song as one of the wiggles. Oh, someone has someone has an answer. Somebody out there in the backyard <laughs> has an answer. Uh the you know one of the songs that is a particularly uh poignant song I think for this record is the rocket ship 
song. Okay. And uh, we, it's quite early on in the album, and uh, we wanted to make sure that on the on this album, as you were saying, there's a few different themes, and and transport being, you know, the the priority theme, but movement in general and and travel is what we wanted to um, include on this record. And so we thought, well, we can't uh, not include space travel. And so we wanted to do the rocket ship song, uh, which is why the rocket ship song is living there on this album. But halfway in the rocket ship song, and I, I, I implore you to play it and then scrub through it towards the end, we've uh, got a little bit of a uh, an electronic dance track in there, <laughs> uh-huh. which is particularly for the Wiggles. Uh, we wouldn't normally do music like this, but it's been nice to be able to, I mean, I, I'm skipping all over the place, but all the music that is played on the Wiggles is played live by real musicians. We rarely have any kind of computer-generated music on our album, um, but within this track you'll be able to hear a lovely um electronic drum beat and a bit of a dance moment it's quite amazing wow that's <laughs> something to look forward to you'll be impressed uh, I'm I, love telling you. I love i love i love a good um like the drop i love a good drop right like that's that's important stuff oh. these days you gotta maybe it's not like that i don't know sorry that was totally embarrassing um this can please listen to it because it's so wonderful <laughs> so there you also Put a put a a, a a new sort of Wiggles like spin on an old favorite, and I just like to hear a little bit about the thought process behind it. The wheels on the wheelchair go round and round. So tell me a little bit about what what brought you in that direction for the song. Most of our records for the Wiggles we see as an audio and visual component too. So you know sometimes uh, the way that songs are. Are born or, or instigated might be because of something that we're about to film with the video that will match with the with the album, and so this track was particularly inspired by a friend um, of mine. Actually, his, his name is Paul Nanari, and Paul Nanari is in a wheelchair. He's an amazing performer, and uh, he's a Paralympian. And he, um, I met him performing in a show right at the beginning of the year in January and brought him to the Wiggle House, obviously. And I was like, you have to be my friend, Paul. <laughs> um, and he uh, is, I, I mean, I have to try and explain this properly, but you know in the circus when they have the big material, the silks that hang from yeah. the roof? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He climbs up the silks and then somebody spins him and he spins in his wheelchair in the silk. Wow. It's amazing. Yeah. And so we wanted to highlight uh you know just how amazing paul's abilities um are and so uh, this track is actually um a dedication to our dear friend paul nanari who um is an amazing wheelchair performer and we're so lucky to have had him on this track in this track obviously you don't hear him (laughs) he's not singing on this track but when the video comes out you'll be able to see paul's amazing tricks i'll have to send you a photo but what a guy what a legend um who was hit by a car when he was 11 and um ended up being in a wheelchair but has such a beautiful spirit and um positive energy of life you know and that's something that we you know the Wiggles, when we're on tour, we meet so many different children with so many different backgrounds and abilities. And a part of our show 
um, routine is that before the show, sometimes we meet children that might be on the spectrum that might not be able to attend the show because it can be quite uh, nerve-wracking for them. It might be a sensory overload. They might not be able to be amongst a crowd. And we see lots of children um, in different situations and, and particularly children come to the show um, in wheelchairs. And so this, you know, is celebrating the differences and celebrating um, that um, any any children or any people that are in a wheelchair can participate in a wiggle show and and enjoy life. And we have done a wheelchair song in the past based on another friend of ours in Australia called Jack, Jack Tory, in, and he had the wheelchair song. And so um, this is this is another celebration um, of of movement in a in a totally different way. Mm, it's beautiful. Um, so in addition to the, these themes of travel and, and, and honoring all people who love the Wiggles in all different ways, um, there's also a song called Social Distancing and a song called Wash Your Hands. Or, or the, is that what it's called? Or is it the hand, hand washing song? Sorry. Um, yeah, so that's good. So two parter. Um, one, <laughs> what are the Wiggles doing during this time? Like, is there online shows or is it like a little bit of a break and then number two how what was it like to have to come up with a you know a, a kid-friendly version of this like really heavy thing that we're all going through that's a great they're great questions <laughs> Uh, we have been during quarantine, we've been doing a lot of filming. So when we found out about quarantine, we were actually doing a show. <laughs> mm. So before the show, the news had kind of started. And then by the end of the show, this was in Sydney, um, there was a lockdown. So, uh, we, we had the truck packed. It was our first day of tour for what would have been 10 months of touring. And the next day we kind of all got together because we knew we were already together. So the four wiggles met up again and we, we thought, okay, when are we going to postpone the tour to, because we didn't really understand what was about to happen. Um, and we kind of just kept meeting every day and it kind of, our conversation shifted from when are we going to tour to, what are we going to do now and how are we going to connect with our families, especially ones that um, already anticipated coming to the tour or, or who had bought tickets to the tour. So we decided to flip everything to online uh, to try and connect with families, not just the ones that were going to come to the shows, but it's been an amazing response for families that we would even in countries we would never been able to tour. So that's been wonderful. We've tried Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Instagram Live, everything live. We've it's tried. all live, yeah. It's all live. So we um, we also decided to film like a mini series and we've called it Live from Hot Potato Studios, which is now available to buy on iTunes. So it's like mini set lists of mm -hmm. what we would have been doing on a show and there's six of them and they happen within our Wiggly studio and we wear our headset microphones as if we were performing the show and they're very relaxed and very preschool in nature and we wanted to be able to give uh, parents and families something to watch during this time, Yeah, something sure. to add to the Wiggles inventory. Yeah. Um, and, yes, yeah, so we have been doing a lot of filming, filming to keep in the bank, you know, filming that we're, you know, usually our, our year is kind of juggled between filming and touring. So we've we've had the chance to film stuff that we wouldn't normally film until the end of the year or probably next year. So that's been good. 
But also we've received so many comments and feedback from parents around the world saying, help, (laughs) how am I going to describe social distancing to my children? We're stuck, we're in lockdown, you know, this, that, there's so many different rules. How do we, my child is three, they don't understand that phrase. And so that really was how the social distancing song was born out of complete stress from parents Mm -hmm. um, struggling, struggling to uh, explain this concept to young children. And it is confusing because social distancing at home is different to social distancing at school or out about. So I think for children, it's a bit like the concept of sharing. We're always trying to teach children to share, but then we say, don't share your food because children have allergies. So that's really, that's very confusing for children. And we wanted to make sure that they felt comfortable during this time. So the social distancing song is we tried to to empower children so that it was a positive message. So we were letting them know that by you staying home, you were keeping grandma or grandpa safe. And that's a good thing. So um, keep doing that. (laughs) Um, And that is truly how the song was formed out of, um, yeah, parents' frustration and and the need to be able to visually um, describe how to social distance from a child's perspective. Uh, in Australia, our our measurement, our requirement is 1.5 metres. I don't know what that is no, for no, you. On, let me get out the, the uh, my, me, my, yeah, my, my, my ruler. Um, so 1.5 metres. Uh, this is awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, the little math lesson for you. 1.5 metres is... Uh, yeah. it's, a, it's about five Seven feet. Five so, feet. It's like five feet. Five feet. Yeah. Why was I saying yards? Five <laughs> feet. So you know, for children, even the concept of distance. If we were to say um, one point five meters, that would be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so in the song, we tried to demonstrate having their arms out to the side and spinning in a circle. Not that that is entirely the distance of 1.5 because children's arms are different lengths, but it gives them a sense of their own personal space and to have space between them and somebody else is really important. And that's how we tried to uh, come to the party and uh, as responsibility as Wiggles, we felt responsible that we needed to be able to provide that kind of uh, visual learning for children. Mm. And parents really, I mean, it's amazing that parents reached out to you, the the trusted, the trusted Wiggles to, to be able to do this in a way that would make it make sense for kids because it doesn't make any sense for adults. So no. And it, that's right. I mean, the concept is already confusing for us. Yeah. So for children, it's it's even harder. Um, the fact that they might not be able to go over to their friend's place to have a birthday, but having a birthday like this, uh, you know, through digital technology, that can still happen and it's still okay and mm-hmm. it's still fine and it's just understanding it. And I think the longer it's gone on, the more children have become acclimatized. But, you know, I think as everybody is, it's very confusing when the guidelines are changed every single day. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're that's what we're dealing with. Got it. Um, glad to have folks like the Wiggles who are thoughtful and able to, to actually pull it off. It's really, really great. So you mentioned... Facebook Live, you mentioned YouTube Live, Instagram Live. What are some ways that 
other ways, you know, the best ways for people to to keep up with what the Wiggles are doing, support the Wiggles. You mentioned you had some stuff for sale, new stuff available on mm-hmm. iTunes. Just keep us posted. We should also say that you have a, a an, an Emma Wiggle record that came out, right? Like that wasn't so long ago either. The um, Is that right? Yeah, the, your your Bountiful Ballet Studio. When did that one come out? Very recently, like a couple of days ago. We're very yeah. thrilled. Oh, well, um, so two birds, one. one stone, nailed it all. Yeah. Awesome. And this one's a digital album, and mm. so it lives for people to stream online and hopefully encourage children to join in and dance mm-hmm. and and be a be a part of the playlist. You know, it's it is a, a whole list of ballet exercises, and so it's uh, it's encouraging them to try the ballet moves in any way they feel comfortable. Um, we we try and uh, be open and be um, available on as many platforms as we can because we know that parents are so busy, you know, parents are battling with screen time and, you know, there's so many, there's so many challenges in this digital world for parents and I don't know how anyone does it and I give full credit to all parents (laughs) around the world. Um, So we've tried to make sure that our content is available on different places so that, you know, whatever's whatever's easier and whatever's more flexible. But, um, yes, look, we have lots of different releases on iTunes and, and the newest one live from Hot Potato Studios. Uh, this album, Choo Choo Trains, Propeller Planes, and Toot Toot Chugga Chugga Big Red Car, the longest album title in well the world. Well done. Very well. Without <laughs> looking at it. without Really good. <laughs> I, I, I've gotten used to it now. <laughs> Uh, that's available for digital download as well, which is great, especially during this time when people can't go to the shops or, you know, whatever. Um, YouTube, our YouTube channel, we're trying to upload two videos a week. So uh, we have two different new clips going up. And I think for North America, it's a Thursday and a Saturday morning. So we're trying to use YouTube as a way to distribute our content globally and so um you know everybody can every mostly everybody can access youtube so um yeah come on down watch us we've got new clips going up all the time things that we've been filming you know recently are going up straight away so that we can connect with everybody um facebook we've got a few performances on our facebook um we have people connecting with us over google play and google home uh the Wiggles have got a story app there, so that's been really exciting. And yeah, social media—that's that's really um, where most of our hilarious behind-the-scenes action is happening. Um, but yes, to to watch videos, YouTube and iTunes are are really our our stock standard points of contact. Awesome. Well, Emma, thank you for taking the time to wait to wake up early to talk to me. Um, I feel like we covered a ton of stuff and there's still so much more, um, but much appreciated. I appreciate how, how open you were in telling me about what it's like to be a wiggle. It's really interesting, really, really cool to, to hear about all that. So thank you again. Thank you so much and stay safe. Sending you guys lots of love from Australia. Thank you again, Emma, for taking the time to talk with me. I learned a lot about what it means to be a Wiggle. It's good to be a Wiggle. 
Emma, thank you for being a Wiggle. And thanks to the Wiggles for making so much great music that so many families have enjoyed for many, many, many years and will continue to enjoy for many, many, many more. So here, without further ado, Toot Toot, Chugga Chugga, Big Red Car from the album Choo Choo Trains, Propeller Planes, and Toot Toot, Chugga Chugga, Big Red Car. Thanks for listening.